Hey guys, what's up? It's Vince. I wanted to unpack a, a blog I wrote recently. The The title of the blog was 101 Ways to Get New Clients Without Facebook Ads. Now, this kind of, I, I started writing the blog and I was like, all right, all right. I came up, I write my emails uh, in the mornings. I usually write an email a day every morning. And um, so I started and I was like, oh, I'm going to write 20 ways that to get new clients without Facebook. So I got 20 and I was like, got into this groove and I got to 50 and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, this is kind of easy. And I just kept going and I got to 101 and I got to 100 and then, you know, the hundredth and one thing was just do a damn good job and people will come. <laughs> so, um, but I want to, I want to kind of talk about that. It was a huge, you know, the, the click through rate because I sent everyone, sent you guys, if you're on my email list, to the blog. So I had you read the 101 ways to get new clients um, on the blog. And the click-through rate was like off the charts. The, the open rate was really, really high. And the click-through rate was like kind of quintuple of what it normally is. Because I'm guessing most of you are interested in having 101 ways to get new clients. And it's funny, uh, a lot of my mastermind members uh, printed the list out and they have the list uh, next to their desk and just it's giving them some ideas. So sometimes just the idea is going to kind of jog your your, your mind to, to think of uh, new and better ideas as well. Um, but I wanted to go over a, a couple of them. And now some of these are, are, you know, what you would call marketing tools and tactics. And some of them really would be considered sales. Um, what I did, I just was like, okay, what would contribute to you um, getting a new client to sign a contract in your gym? So like that, that was what was going through my mind is in my mind, I was thinking about your gym and I was thinking about the process when someone's standing at your front desk, you're having them sign a contract or however you really do it, or they're, they're handing you a check and they're signing a contract, you're taking a credit card number, and they're starting to pay you monthly on a regular basis. That was like what was going through my mind on what to do uh, to make that transaction happen. So um, if you didn't read the blog, you know, just make sure you go. Um, we'll put the, 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 the link to it in the show notes. But um, go ahead and check it out. There's a ton of really, really great stuff. And, and, and what made me create this was one of my uh, mastermind members asked me, hey, you know, uh, he was kind of struggling with Facebook and, you know, he had relied on Facebook a lot and he's starting to do more, you know, other type of marketing like the things we teach with joint ventures and things like that. And he, he, he sent me a text, he said, can we jump on a quick call? You know, I want to know how you did so well before Facebook ads. And what he was referring to, and I've said this before, um, that my business did seven figures in revenue, I think after the fifth year. I can't, can't remember exactly. Fifth, sixth, I can't remember. But we hit seven figures after five years. And this was like really with no, it was with absolutely no Facebook. So we did seven figures with no Facebook ads. Uh, we had a, a, a god-awful website that did not convert. We had no real presence. We weren't consistent with social media. The one thing I'd say we were consistent with was email. 
Um, but we, we did seven figures and everyone's kind of, you know, looking at the, the, the funnels and the Facebook ads as like, you know, if you don't have this stuff that your, your business is just going to implode. And the reality was my business and many other businesses were damn successful without any of those things. And it's funny because a lot of the things that we used to do, you know, I didn't really have a huge education in marketing. And I was saying, oh, I went to, you know, took this marketing course or went to this marketing, you know, class and and got all these new clients from that. It, a lot of what we did um, was was like somewhat instinctual, right? And 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 that and that's fine. And that that got us to where you know we were at that point. And then really good marketing had to take us to another level. Um, but that that kind of conversation with my client was kind of got me thinking about, hey, well, how did I do it? Right? How did I get to seven figures without running one Facebook ad at all, with having a crap website, with no doing nothing on Google, and you know, there was no SEO or keywords or really any any much of that stuff. And a lot of this list, one hundred and one ways to get new clients without Facebook ads, um, it kind of jogged me and brought me back to, hey, what did we do in two thousand and eight? You know, when the economy was freaking crashing and no one was spending any money and people were losing their houses and losing their jobs. And, and what did allow us to have such explosive growth in a really short amount of time relative to, you know, when the average gym at that time and really is now the average gym does about $300,000 in revenue. And so that's kind of the things that, that drove um, me to come off this list is really thinking back to what we did. Some of it, again, very instinctual, some of it kind of planned. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you like one of the things. So number nine on the list um, is team up with a local well-known doctor and run a seminar at your gym. And uh, this is a, like, I, I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast. I probably have, but maybe you didn't hear it. But um, I, I, was, I was really into, um, I've started to get some clients that had bad knees, meaning they were like coming off an ACL surgery and they need to get back on the field. And I started getting these clients and some of them like, I was like, man, I don't really know what to do here. I really need to learn more about this whole knee thing and this whole ACL thing to be able to, you know, really help these people succeed because I'm kind of just shooting from the hip. And I had a, a, I read a blog by Eric Cressy and I know Eric was doing a lot of this with the shoulder and he, um, he went and saw a shoulder surgery. He like went in the surgery room and, you know, watched a shoulder surgery. I'm like, all right, that's really cool. And so I did the same thing. So I called, I found, I was like, who the, who's the most famous, well-known surgeon in my area? And I called this guy up on a whim and I just said, hey, you know, this is who I am. I just opened my business. This was like a year into business. I just opened a business. I'm a young guy. I'm trying to make this business successful. And I'm really, I'm starting to get these clients with, with, with post, that are post-rehab ACL. And I want to just learn as much as I can to help these people can I come watch a surgery so I can learn? And he invited me into the surgery room. And after that, he was just like, wow, this is a personal trainer 
that's taking his time out of his day to come watch a surgery, all right, this is probably someone I want to refer people to. And so he started referring me clients and we struck up a relationship and even the doctor actually started training with me. Um, side note, funny story. Um, so this, the doctor I was training um, really well, though, he used to be the uh, orthopedic surgeon for the Detroit Lions. And we were, uh, I was stretching him out. He was super tight, like super tight. And I'm stretching him out on the table. And we were doing something called, you ever see, I don't know if you've ever seen a Thomas test. The Thomas test where you kind of lay on the edge of the table. One leg is kind of hanging down and the other you push to your knee to stretch out your hip. And so I'm like pushing his one leg down to stretch out, you know, the front of his hip. And all of a sudden I hear this rip. It goes, and I like, I've never heard anything like that before. And I look up and I like stop and I looked at him. This is an orthopedic surgeon, right? I looked at him and I said, oh, I, I like had no idea what to say. I thought like his, the, 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 the femur had like ripped off his, his acetabulum. Like I, I had no idea like what was going on. And um, I looked at him and I said, what was that? And he looked at me <laughs> and he said, I have no idea. He's like, but it doesn't hurt, so just keep stretching. And I was like, holy shit, like, did that really just happen? Like, first of all, like, what was that? It was like, literally sounded like someone freaking ripped a, a phone book in half. And the fact that he had no idea what it was, and he's an orthopedic surgeon, that, and we just started laughing, and I was like, oh man, I dodged a bullet there. So it was funny, but we went, so what happened was with this doctor, we became friends and he started to, and I started getting results and, you know, and things like that. And I asked him one day, I was like, Hey, do, do you think you'd be open to, you know, doing a seminar with me? I was thinking about, you know, there's a lot of like female athletes in the area that we, you know, are connected with. And maybe you could draw on some of your connections. Cause I know he was really connected in the lacrosse world. His son was a lacrosse player. And, um, and he was like, yeah, no problem. And he was doing it. He did not need to do it. He was busy as busy could be. He did it for, for me because he knew it would help me. And he was, so we did this seminar and it was my face on the poster and his face on the poster. And this seminar, we ran this seminar for like eight years in a row. And every year people expected it. Every year we got from a hundred to 150 people in the seats and it positioned me because I was on the poster with him as, as this authority figure. So, and now that I'm on the poster with him, people think, all right, what do, what do people do when the doctor says, hey, go see this person or go take this medication? Well, they do it, right? They don't ask, well, doc, are you sure? No, they just go do it. So when doc says, hey, go train with Vince Gabriel over at Gabriel Fitness, they just do it. And we were people were handing us $1,500 a month checks, you know, and not thinking twice. And obviously we were helping them for that, for that fee. But the reality was this was something that I kind of did on a whim, right? And then on a whim, I asked him to do a seminar and he said yes. And then it turned into something that ran for eight years in a row. But so how does this, you know, contribute to one of the 101 ways to get new clients? Well, um, me being positioned as an authority figure because I was partnered with this doctor um, increased my 
credibility, increased my status in the community, and started to attract people to my gym. And the thing was when people were attracted to me, they would come, but also they were, they had very little price resistance because they're coming on the recommendation from someone they respected. So sometimes we think about, you know, this Facebook ad that you're running and the copy and the things like that. But what you don't think about and what I had a lot of success with early was establishing yourself as an authority figure, establishing yourself as a credible, you know, resource in your community to be able to get the job done. And what that does is that drives people to you, right? Versus your versus you trying to hunt people down with a Facebook ad. Right now, by me establishing this authority type figure, people were coming, you know, to me. And I'm not saying that's the only thing that you need to do, but it's a strongly overlooked component is is who do you need to become? Right? Who do you need who you who do you need to become? Who do you need to partner with? Who do you need to know? Who do you need to align with? Um, to start attracting people to you versus you always having to hunt and say, here's a 30-day jump start, here's this, come train at my gym, come train at my gym, come train at my gym. So I, I think that that is a lot of what allowed us to have this, you know, very large revenue in a short amount of time in a bad economy with no Facebook marketing were, were, were things like this. So that was number nine in, you know, 101 ways um, to get um, Facebook ads. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you another thing. Um, You know, one of the other things that I learned was we got really good uh, with email. And we always used to send a a newsletter, we had an email newsletter that started with like, hey, we were going to send this long newsletter that was like, you know, five pages long and we'd send it once a week or once a month even. I don't even remember what it was. And, um, you know, so we started to do that. And then we started to learn, you know, more, you know, sophisticated marketing skills with, you know, one subject, like the emails that I send with like a one subject email. And uh, it, it was something like, you know, um, it, it was something like, you know, we would just put like, hey, you know, five ways to, you know, to to lose fat, you know, things like that, whatever. Um, but what we started to do was learn how to um, get people to respond to the emails, right? So at first we were just putting out information, right? But what we learned was, hey, every email is an opportunity to drive a response because, hey, if you run a newspaper ad, if you run a Facebook ad or, or, or a magazine ad, it's a little harder to respond versus an email. All they have to do is click reply and they can respond to you. So it wasn't until our email started saying, hey, you know, reply to this email, which I'm giving you you know, uh, around number 15, um, uh, on the list. Um, but reply to this email and, you know, let us know what you think. Reply to this email if you're interested. And what took it to the next level is when we, is number 15 is when we learned the nine word email from Dean Jackson. 
And the 90-word email is basically asking them a question, something like, hey, are you still interested in this? Hey, would you like access to this? Um, But really, number 15 is sending an email that the only part of the email is designed to give a response. And I see people butcher this all the time. I saw a girl, someone forwarded me an email saying, you know, this was the nine-word email, but then they put it to a link. The whole purpose of the nine-word email is to get them to respond to the email so you can start engaging in conversation. So that was one another thing we did really well back in the day, right, was we were consistent with email, but then we started to really drive responses from the email. We started really getting um, uh, doing a great job of getting people to reply to the emails that we were sending, which drove more clients uh, to our, 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 our gym. So um, let me switch gears here and you know uh, go to number 22, right? And number 22 on the list is run a six-week challenge. Run a six-week challenge, okay? Now, there's a lot of stuff out there about these six-week challenges. And everyone's saying, one guy says, you know, that's all you need to do is the six-week challenge. Other guys are saying six-week challenges are dead. Um, And and the reality is they're not dead, right? And and they're not the only thing that you need to do. Six-week challenges are a tool in your marketing toolbox. That's what they are. It's an offer. It's not even really a marketing tactic. It's not like a Facebook ad or a magazine ad or a newspaper ad. It's really an offer, right? So a six-week challenge is a specific offer. And they are great. And the first one we ever ran was like a contest. And it's funny. The contest was basically... um, you know, we, I think we called it the biggest loser or the biggest fat loser contest or something like that, where we had teams of five back then. This was the first time we ever did it. We haven't done this in a long time, but we had teams of five and it was three. You had to have three members on the team and two of the members had to be non-members. So it brought in a ton of people that were non-members that did it. And there was like a cash prize. And I remember like now when we run our challenges, we put out like a daily email and we give so much value and so much content. This, we literally said, hey, you can train with us for six weeks. You have a chance to win, you know, X amount of dollars if your team win, loses the most weight. And here, here, and and go have at it. There was no no content, no email. The first time we ever did it was it was very raw, and it still went really well. We got a ton of new people to sign up from it. We actually funny, we ran this probably eight years ago. We still have clients that are training with us today that joined from that challenge. I remember, you know, there's two guys right now that come to mind that have been three-day-a-week clients for close to eight years that came in from that challenge. So just those two guys alone, you know, was worth it for the challenge. But six-week challenges, you know, they're not dead. You should run one in September, right? You should run one in maybe January. Um, they're, they're They're not dead. And there's all kinds of different ways to run them. There's all kinds of things to skin them. If you rely on that as your one source of marketing, they will die. They will die. But if you use it as a tool in the toolbox, then when you do run them, they'll, they can be very lucrative. I'll, I will tell you right now, we are running a six-week challenge as I record this. As I record this, we're running a six-week challenge. We have 
uh, 42 non-members doing our six-week challenge. 42 non-members. Um, the price tag to get in was 299 bucks, And we have another about 100 members at 99 bucks doing the challenge as well. So 142 people doing the challenge um, and six-week challenge. And we have run these for many, many years in a row. So they're not dead according to those numbers and according to those statistics. And on average, we close roughly 60% of those 42 people. So if you take the lifetime value of that, it'll be a nice campaign for us. So are they dead? No, they're not dead. They're just a tool in your toolbox. So that is number 22, um, using a um, using a six-week challenge. So let me, let me move down to, well, here's a great one. I'm moving down to number 32, and this is a very timely one as what I am doing. Um, so for years, so number 32 is promote a Black Friday deal. Number 32 is promote a Black Friday deal. For years, I was like, hey, man, I'm not doing a Black Friday deal, all right? Black Friday is not for gyms like mine. My gym is a sophisticated gym, and we train people that have lots of money, and we train people that are sophisticated that don't get that don't they don't shop on Black Friday and stuff like that. Well, what what the hell was I was wrong? That was my mindset for many years until someone convinced me to do one. And and we sold the first time we did one, we we did a we did we did a we sold a 30-day jump start for 49 bucks and we got like 40 people to buy it. Like literally 40 people on a on a on a Stripe account to buy it online. It was the only time we've ever had success buying online is Black Friday. Um, but really what Black Friday is, is people on Black Friday are programmed to buy, right? They're, they're going to buy. Most people are going to buy something on Black Friday because here's the thing. Everybody, you know, loves a deal, right? Even some, you know, people that are, have a lot of money are still smart with their money. Like I know, like, you know, I'm not like hurting for money, and I'll, but I, on Black Friday, I'll look and I'll say, hey, you know, Michael Hyatt is selling his normal journal and normally it's 50 bucks and he's selling it for 10 bucks. I was like, well, I'm going to buy it because it's a good deal, right? Um, so, so things like that. So, so it's coming up right now. We're in, I'm recording this on, I think it's October 30th or 29th or whatever. I think it's the 29th. But um, so Black Friday is around the corner. So maybe you do a, a three or four day sale you know, where you sell a jump start for a certain amount. It, it's Here's the thing. All it is, it, it's an opportunity for people to buy. And here's the thing. Maybe some of your clients will buy it for a friend. We have many, when, when we do our Black Friday thing, we have many clients that will buy one and give it to a friend. So, hey, I'm going to buy this for 49 bucks. So I might as well give it to one of my friends because it's such a good deal. So they know the value. Um, but the, these are like, these are just like part of the, so the list is long, right? So I, I, I literally just spoke for 23 minutes on three of the things, three or four of the things on the list. So you got to check this out, go to the, go to the blog, go to the link in the, in the site and, uh, go to the link in the show notes. So you can see, uh, this list and you probably want to print the list. 
Uh, and it's like, it's very tempting for me to record a, a podcast episode that would last a full day, uh, to unpack all 101. And what I think I'm going to do is probably record a bunch more of these where I really just kind of pull one and I'll just yak at it for a little bit. So, um, that's what I wanted to get to today. So yeah, maybe I'm going to come back and do a few more to, to highlight this. Um, but, but here's the thing. Um, most of what I, um, I go over in these 101 ways without Facebook ads, um, mo- a lot of the things, not everything, but a lot of the things are what's talked about in my book. And so my, if you don't have my book yet, you should have it. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. Um, I, 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 for a long time, was you know giving away the, um, the digital copy of the book. And now um, I really want to get the hard copy in people's hands. I really feel like it's a valuable asset for you to have in uh, your, your library. So um, there, I'm going to put this link in the show notes as well. Um, it's a free plus shipping offer. So you got to pay like 10 bucks for shipping, but you're going to get the book for, for free. And, you know, we'll, we'll probably throw in a couple little bonus things in there for you. Um, but it's probably good for you to have a hard copy of this book. And the book really is like in two parts. It's, it's one, it's the foundation, you know, of marketing, it's the principles, it's, you know, all the stuff I've learned from Dan Kennedy with, you know, your target market, and how to your your marketing message and how to plan out your marketing. And then the second part is like the, 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 the tactics, right? What do you do? And how do you create joint ventures? How do you, you know, get out in your community and market? How do you use Facebook? And, you know, all of stuff like that. So there actually is a chapter on Facebook. Um, but it, it's a book that you should have, it, you should have the hard copy um, in your, in your library. So if you don't have the hard copy of my book, uh, the ultimate guide to marketing your gym, um, we'll click that link in the show notes as well. We'll put like a separate link. We'll put two links, uh, in the show notes and, um, go ahead and get it and we'll ship it out to you and send you, you know, some other, uh, goodies in there as well. But um, yeah, it's definitely a book that, that you should have. And I'm already thinking about 2020 to uh, write version two as, you know, I wrote the book two years ago. And in two more years, I have learned so much more about marketing. It's, it's crazy. And, you know, I have, I, I, I could write another, you know, three books on marketing, just what's in my mind, I've learned in the last two years. So that that should be coming up soon. But go ahead and get get the book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. We'll put the link. Um, just do me a favor, cover the shipping, and I'll, sh- I'll send you the book uh, for free um, when you get to that page. And also there is, um, I've called it my black box. Um, when you get to the page, there is, you know, of course I have to you know do what's called an upsell because I wouldn't be practicing what I'm preaching. So you, you have two options. You can get the book. Um, you can get the book or... What, there's what's called a one-click upsell in there. And I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing. It's like stuff that you should be doing too. But basically, there's a, um, there's a picture of, a, of, of the F Fitness Business University black box bundle. And the black box bundle is pretty much everything that, that I've written. So it is my marketing book, but you'll also get my sales book. You'll also get my hiring book 
We'll throw in my email template, how to write the perfect email. There's video presentations from mine that you'll get. There's all kinds of stuff that this black, so my black box is like everything. I don't know how much it is. I think it's like 30 bucks or something. It's really cheap for, in terms of all the value uh, that you're going to get. So if you, if you are interested, if you're, a, uh, if you're a fan of mine, right, and you'd like to have my stuff in your library, and this is all hard copy, right? It's going to be shipped to your door in a nice big lumpy package, nice big lumpy mail. Um, and um, so just go ahead and, 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 and see if that's something you're interested in. But click that link to, to, to get the book. Uh, if you're not interested in the big black box of stuff that's going to come to your door, then just just go ahead and pay the ten bucks and get the shipping, uh, get the get the book, and we'll ship it out to you. So, hope this was helpful, and you have a great day. Peace.